War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 111. It's been a while. Kind of took a break beginning of December because of work and stuff. Did what? Let me look. Two Bloggle Spots in a row kind of teased you a little bit, I guess. Then Christmas came and New Year's came and the bowl came and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I didn't think anybody wanted to sit around and listen to me talk for 10 minutes. So I didn't record any boggle spots but now we're kind of back in the swing of things it's basketball season sec started last night or two nights no for auburn it started saturday um and they had another game last night uh i don't really want to talk about it but let's go back auburn won the ball game good felt good it was a fun fourth quarter really hadn't had many of those this year where you could just kind of sit there and realize we dominated them defensively offense kind of was weird in the second quarter tried some trick plays it didn't work uh sean white threw some really weird passes he's not fully healthy i don't really it's, i'm not complaining but i don't really get the um, quarterback swapping that they did i mean obviously it kind of worked when jeremy came in it seemed like they were caught off guard he threw a, touch, a short touchdown pass then ran for like 30 yards and then they took him out i didn't get it but anyway, it worked. Auburn won by three touchdowns. Could have won by more, probably. Uh, and absolutely shut down Memphis's offense that had been averaging 500 yards and or somewhere around there and averaging like 42 points, 43 points. And Auburn's offense, Auburn's defense held them to three points. And that was with a 53-yard field goal and two 15-yard penalties. I mean, uh, Memphis, they did get down to about the 5-yard line or 10-yard line first drive of the second half, and Auburn picked it off in the end zone. I've almost gotten used to it. Like, I feel better when the team gets down there. I'd re- it's almost uh, kind of like our offense. We get down to the 5 and can't score, and then if their team gets down to the 5, we seem to pick it off in the end zone. We're pretty good at that. Um, it just seems to happen a lot. Um, so, yeah, it was It was rainy. Not too bad, not too cold. It was muddy outside the stadium, but inside it wasn't too bad. It was about 75% Auburn, maybe 80% Auburn. Um, Pretty much the whole stadium except for the little Memphis corner, and they all wore royal blue uh, ponchos, so you could tell who they were, but the Auburn fans were kind of multicolored all the way around. But it was not bad. It was a Birmingham ball, whatever. They were playing a 9-3 team that could have won their uh, conference had they not lost to Houston by one point, and Houston beat Florida State by two touchdowns in the bowl game. So it kind of tells you maybe a little bit about Houston and Memphis and what Auburn was able to do. Remember, Auburn lost four games by a touchdown. As awful as they seemed to play in some games, you know it was mainly more awful because you were expecting more. High expectations make it seem worse than it is, and it was bad in certain cases. Um, but they had a shot in. They had a shot in every game but LSU. Honestly, um, Ole Miss one touchdown. Georgia ridiculous, stupid game one touchdown. Arkansas four overtimes one touchdown. Uh, Mississippi State for Sean White's first game. We shut down Dak. Offense just couldn't score inside the five yard line a lot. Um, lost by one touchdown. Got killed by LSU. Really ended up losing by, what, 20, 21, 24, I think now. Um, that was just a bad day from start to finish. First play of the game was awful. 
Um, and then in Alabama, Auburn had a shot to about the fourth quarter. Um, offense didn't do a lot, but had that cool catch from Jason Smith and, you know, did enough. But they handed the ball to Derrick Henry 800 times. Anyway, I'm not recapping the season. Just saying. Six and six was funny. Birmingham Bowl was funny. But Auburn was much better than six and six, I think. They seemed like it in the bowl game. And that's what I wrote about my my preview of the game. Nine and three in the AAC. That was that rhymed. Nine and three in the AAC is not equal or better to better than six and six in the SEC. Obviously not. I mean, it's people like to come. People admit that things are different in college football. A lot of them do, and it's pretty much impossible because there's a hundred and something teams and. They're all playing different schedules. There's no similarity. It's just you play those conference schedules, and it all depends on how good the conference is. And because Memphis beat Ole Miss, and because Memphis was ranked in the 20s, everybody thought that meant they were going to beat a terrible Auburn team. Well, Auburn was not good by SEC standards, but when you've got seven teams in the West, all of them go to a bowl game, all of them but one win their bowl game, somebody's got to be down there. It wasn't a good year. It's all because of quarterback play. 100% because of quarterback play. That's all it was. Jeremy Johnson didn't do near as good as we thought he would. And I had that fear at the beginning of the year. It's not that he just didn't do as good as, he thought he, as we thought he would. He just didn't do good. Didn't play well, if you want to speak correct English. Speaking of not playing well, but, you know, that season's over. Muschamp left. T-Rob left. We've got Kevin Steele now. Um, Carl Lawson announced today that he's staying. Auburn has signed or got gotten commitments and or signed from uh, four- and five-star defensive linemen. So, you know, a month ago, everything was crumbling at Auburn because they lost to Alabama in the Iron Bowl. Not sure, you know, I'm pretty sure 100% of the people thought that was going to happen. But when it happened, it was a terrible thing. Um, it, it's not crumbling. The media does not the, – the beat reporters at Auburn, most of them, do not like Gus. They, you can read their tweets. You can see what they write. They'll tell you they don't like Gus because he doesn't give them a lot of information. He doesn't answer questions. Very detailed. He didn't speak – to the media after Kevin Steele was, he announced Kevin Steele, he introduced Kevin Steele yesterday, but he didn't speak to him and ask, answer questions about his contract and, you know, all that stuff that nobody really cares about. It's just something for them to write about, and then somebody cares about it. I don't care how much Kevin Steele's making. That's, that's one of those things you go like, huh, all right, cool. 1.4, okay, that's about, that's up in the upper echelon. Okay, good. Oh, what's on TV now? Making a Murderer. I've watched six episodes in the last two days. So, anyway, um, it's it's not falling apart. Auburn's actually kind of in a, one of those good places where it's like, oh, the defense didn't play great at times this year, so now we can sell that to the to the best players in the nation. Hey, you can come play right now. When, in all honesty, the defensive line was probably the best part of the bowl game, and. Sounds like every single one of them's coming back. 
Montrevious, I don't know. He, he should. If Carl Lawson's not leaving, nobody should leave. I know Carl's only played about a full – I think he's only played like 12 games. He played – I mean, he played a little bit his first year, none last year, and six games this year. So I'd say he's probably played about 12 to 15 games in, his, in three years. Um, but anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Um, so now that I've talked about so much about football, it felt good. Let's talk about Auburn's okay performance, good performance against Tennessee, uh, and then absolutely atrocious performance against South Carolina last night, at least in the first half. So Auburn beat Tennessee. You could Tennessee was not that great. I think they had about the same record that Auburn did, seven and six or seven and five or something like that. They had like barely beaten Tennessee State and a few other teams the week before. That were just not good. Samford beat Nebraska. Nebraska beat Tennessee or something like that. Um, and Auburn, you could kind of see it. It was like Tennessee missed a hundred shots. It seemed like their first half they couldn't make a shot, but Auburn did nothing with it. Auburn would get a rebound one out of every fifty. Tennessee would miss a shot, get three second chance shots and either make it or then Auburn would get it and then dribble it off their foot out of bounds. Auburn could have won that game by 50 points, but they would throw it out of bounds, dribble it off their foot, try to do a behind-the-back pass, try to do a no-look alley-oop. That's the problem kind of with this team is they're all very good, but they're they're playing like they're outside. They're playing like it's going to hurt if they fall down. They're going to get a scab. You can't do that inside if you're not playing like a team. And a lot of them are just, they were probably the best player on their team coming here. Bryce Brown, for sure. Dunnins, for sure. Kareem Canty, for sure. Um, They're all really good. Like them, they're going to be good. They're great at, at certain points, but when they're not hitting shots, they get a little fast, they get a little frustrated, and they try to do crazy things. That's exactly what happened in the first half of the South Carolina game last night. South Carolina is undefeated, one of three undefeated teams in the nation. They were still ranked number 20 or 22, so that shows you the record they've or the schedule they've played. They've played nobody. Clemson's the best team they've beaten. That's not saying anything. Auburn took a lead, looked pretty good. Then all of a sudden, put butter on the ball or something. I don't know. They, they went probably seven possessions with probably not even taking a shot. They might have taken two shots in seven possessions, throwing the ball away, handing it to straight to South Carolina. Yeah, they played good defense, but straight regular passes, uncontested, threw their hands out of bounds, dribbling off their foot, doing stuff like that. Even then, they were still kind of close, but once it got to about the sixth or seventh ball out of bounds, uh, South Carolina made three or four threes in a row. The same guy made three threes in a row. And it took them over, took them like 10, you know, gave them a 10-point lead, 12-point lead. It was 13 at halftime. And Auburn got it down to five in the second half and then just immediately went back up to 12-point deficit because they just started throwing the ball around. Bryce Brown, love him, freshman, going to be good, is good. Threw it, you know, Auburn's got a chance. Here, let me throw a no-look alley-oop as hard as I can to send me on. And, oh, there it is, hitting the net and going out of bounds. In the first half, I was more negative about an Auburn, about Auburn basketball than I've ever been about an Auburn sport. And I'm talking about during the Lebo era, Barbie, any of that. 
because it's it's dumb because they're good. They could have beaten South Carolina pretty handily, I think. South Carolina's got two big guys from Lithuania. They've got that guy from Venezuela, Carrera, who's been there for 64 years. And he's one of those that probably he's really not that good. He can make a shot every once in a while, but he hustles like crazy. And he's one of those people you just want to trip up and laugh because he just he flails around and goes crazy, but he gets the ball and he gets the job done. And last night, Auburn first half was lazy. They missed shots. They weren't making plays. It's like Simeon would bring down the ball with Canty right there beside him going, hey, I'm the point guard. Hand it to me. I know you lost weight, but you're still kind of a low low guy for us. Go down there. It's like Simeon losing weight doesn't realize what – no. it's just like he doesn't know what he is. Last year he was the center, and he was a small center. And then this year it's like he wants to be a forward and sometimes a point guard. It's like, no. I don't think he knows what he wants to be. I don't think – I don't know. He had three points last night. It was a three-pointer, which is the worst thing in the world because if he makes a three-pointer, he's going to shoot 100 of them. Anyway. I hate to be so negative on this. Um, Carl's saying, that's good. Kevin Green. Mean, lean Kevin Green, former WCW wrestler. Um, former Green Bay Packer, former Auburn everything. He apparently wants the job, wants a job at Auburn. Um, I think his wife has been tweeting about it. He was apparently in Auburn yesterday, maybe today. And the rumor is that he's going to be some sort of assistant strength and conditioning coach or something like that. Basically, just something where he can be on staff. And I don't know what the rules are, but it does seem like there's a hundred analysts now. They can't call them linebackers coach or assistant coach. I think they're only allowed a certain amount of coaches, like named coaches, I guess, apparently, because there's a hundred analysts and it's just like, people right out of college or somebody wanting to become a coach something like that uh, so it might it seems like they're kind of going that route with Kevin Green because he's never been a recruiter he's never been in the coached in college at all so if he wants to do that I mean he coached for the Packers he knows what he's doing but in terms of getting into college he might need a little uh, beginner year I guess you could say so if he's a the weightlifting assistant, the assistant weightlifting coach, to go back to like 1980s PE talk. Um, this might, you know, he's he's that coach, but he's going to be out on the field, and he's going to be helping. So that'd be cool. Um, of course, there's the people that were like, "Give T. Rob the defensive coordinator job." Hold on, they're the same people now are like, "Make Kevin Green the linebackers coach." I'm not saying that'd be a terrible idea, but he's never done it before. At least not in college. So, I don't know. Maybe he just needs a year to see what it's like. But anyway, I guess I might start doing these every day again. It's it's tough with no football to talk about. And basketball, if I'm just going to be mad again like I have been all the time, I don't know if you want to hear me yell. Um, we'll see. It It's going to be tough. We'll see. Um, so, that's it. Bloggle spot. 111. Done. War Eagle.